Have you ever had someone look at you and say, you need to let that go? Well, guess what? If you've never heard that or been told that before, today is the day Kingdom Speak is going to tell you that. Welcome back to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. Let's have a drink. <sighs> hey, I didn't hear your mug hit the table. What was going on there? It's like it hit something soft. Hmm. 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 Look at that. Wow. You guys have a coaster? I got one of these fancy coasters here. Every slacker needs a coaster. Man. So Check it out. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate Bill. it. Bill. Yeah. Bumper music. Bumper music. Dot, Bill's bumper music.com <laughs> <laughs> is also an expert leather. What, what's the. A tannery. Proper? Is it a tannery? That's where you. That's Simon the, the Tanner. So yeah. This is Bill the Tanner. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He sent us some coasters with the First Pentecostal Church of Buford, Georgia. Yeah, really awesome. Thank you, Bill. Oh, yeah. And we got some Kingdom Speak. And some... Uh, what are these things called? Notebooks? They're yeah. Not notebooks, journals. Daily. Yeah. Yeah. Like a little logbook kind of thing. Very cool. Thank you, Bill. We appreciate that. Awesome. Yeah. And awesome. we're not even going to say anything nasty about you. We're just going to move on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, everybody is waiting for us to roast Bill, and yeah. we're not, I'm not going to do it. Wow. However, I will... Do the second most predictable thing on this podcast, and that is read a review to start off. You're going to read a review. So welcome back, everyone. Love Kingdom Speak. As a pastor, this is one of my go-to places to be ministered to. Always encouraging, challenging, and thought-provoking. Keep following the Lord as he uses this ministry to bless his people. And that's from Jalen on Apple Podcasts. And we will say amen to you. Awesome. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. So we're doing show prep, man. And we're talking about forgiveness today. Going to be an easy topic today. Oh, man. Yeah, roll the windows down, let it go. Uh, Not sure I'm ready for this one. Yeah. 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 Mm. Bill, we're letting it go. (laughs) (laughs) We've officially (laughs) released. I mean, after that... Yeah, hey. it's all good hey. between us, Bill. It's all good. Yeah. Um, we need to give uh, Bill a shout out. They are producing some content. Yes, they are. Uh, on Instagram. They are. Do you have their handle? Uh, what um, they're called? Um, I saw a video. Uh, of, oh, yeah. Let me give you an example this is Bill. of those things yeah, that yeah. I read and missed somewhere along the way. What, what is it In called? the book of Exodus, chapter 33, Moses is on the mount talking to God. No bumper music? Check them. Oh, it, it does they have do, bumper oh, music. They do bumper they music. They do. Hey, can, can, we do. Rate, can we rate the bumper music? And it's it's actually got an alarm clock in it. It's oh. like a morning thing that they're doing, Pastor oh, yeah. Jordan Copeland. Cool. Good for FPC them. Buford. Okay, look them up on Instagram. They're and it's they're, they're dropping Life Keys devotionals. Go check them out. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, the more content out there, the And better. our brother Bill. Yeah, man. Is on there. Yeah. yeah. This bumps for Bill. Yeah, give him a digital amen. 
Yes. Okay, we'll say amen to Bill. Why not? We'll say that again. Do yes. it. Amen. Hallelujah, Bill. So what do you guys think of when you think of, if I said, you know, what is the epitome of forgiveness in the Bible? What what do you think of? You know, you meaning as a person or just in definition? general? So if somebody's talking, you're, you're the pastor here. So if I'm talking to you, because I, I like to ask these kind of things about people, you know, like their keys, like how is your explanation of biblical forgiveness like what's your go-to when you're talking to someone about it is Uh, it jesus i don't think it gets any better than that (laughs) yeah he seems to be the standard for everything doesn't he He just raised the bar on everything yeah 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 he did but there's there are Mm. other examples that i think are within reach of us you know it's dangerous to read through Um, i was talking to someone the other day about uh, a, a particular topic, and they were saying, you know, I'm just struggling with with how could Abraham be labeled as a man of faith? Mm-hmm. You know, he's just, I, I don't know if I've got that kind of faith. And I said, if you're not careful, you read Hebrews the 11th chapter, where he gets the, he gets crowned as being the father of the faithful, and you do forget he was a disobedient guy. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. you know, kind of so lied a bit about his so wife. We elevate and, this stuff without really. Yeah, uh, if you're not careful, we'll we'll so glamorize. Mm-hmm. J- Jesus is definitely out of reach, but he but but helps us mm-hmm. attain it. But everybody else, we kind of put the Davids and Abrahams and mm-hmm. all of these guys so far out of reach, and then we gravitate to the guys that we think mm-hmm. we we can epitomize their mm-hmm. their life principles. And sometimes the lack of principles, mm. right? Yeah. So um, we're gonna we're gonna look at a few of them mm. in the topic of forgiveness here. Mm. But this, uh, I, I want to be sure I I source this out. This is kind of an outcropping of a conversation that I had with Pastor Wade Townley, mm-hmm. and and just as we were discussing this topic, he said just kind of offhandedly that. Um, he referenced the, the story of Pilate. Okay. And how that when Jesus was brought to Pilate, mm-hmm. that Pilate is examining him, mm-hmm. standing before him. Um, I've always been intrigued by this, that he's he's looking at truth. Jesus said, I, I am truth. Yep. Right. And then he says, what is truth? Mm-hmm. Staring it in the face, he couldn't recognize it. Mm-hmm. There is a danger in being so swayed by popular opinions, um, polls, the mm-hmm. politics that can sometime elbow its way into life that it it uh, clouds your ability mm-hmm. to really be able to detect, detect what truth is and what truth isn't. And all of those factors were going on in Pilate's little world there. And this is this is a statement that Pastor Townley made. He said, he, he went to the crowd and said, you have a custom That's right. that I should release unto you one at the Passover. That's right. The custom is that we release someone during this time of Passover. 
the Passover without breaking it all down was that time when they remembered that they were brought out of Egypt. Yes. That that judgment passed over them by the application of the blood upon the doorposts of their homes. Um, when they when they each individual householder slew a lamb, applied the blood, the death angel passed over them. In that time of commemoration, it was a time when judgment was not supposed to be exacted, but mercy was supposed to be extended. Hmm. So the custom that kind of accompanied the Passover preparation mm-hmm. was we need to let stuff go. Yeah, so in modern terms, it would be uh, the president picking someone on death row and saying, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> this is your literal lucky day. Right. You're the guy. You're free to Presidential go. Presidential pardon. Yeah. You're free to go. Yeah. And there you go. And every four years they do that, right? At the end of a term, or, or yep. at least at the end of a term. Yeah, that's, that's, I guess that's a custom. Yeah, yep. it is a custom of release. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Interestingly enough, I didn't know you was going to bring that up, but... Mm-hmm. I didn't either, but I just thought... That. Uh, well, this one's not working Look, so I, bad. I, I it's, it's take not credit when so I bad. can, but I can't take credit. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard them say that outgoing presidents always inform incoming presidents? Go ahead and get your list of who you're going to pardon now. Yeah, yeah, as advice, yes. Right. Yeah, right. Right. So that the politics of the day mm-hmm. doesn't blur it in, you know. Well, I owe this guy this and, I, and that, and so yeah. I'm gonna, I'm going to, uh, I'm gonna pardon him. So this kind of triggered the idea within me of, of diving in a bit more into what is this custom mm-hmm. of release of letting something go. Now we know that what they released was the wrong thing. They they released Barabbas. Yeah, exactly. Pilate. In any other year, it it might have been all right, but this particular time there was another guy that probably was, well, not probably, was more deserving. Yeah, and, and I think in, in, a, in, a, in another setting, mm-hmm. Barabbas would have lost the draw. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, don't think, I don't think that we, I don't think we are seeing the true representation of, of a love for Barabbas, but rather the hatred yep. for Christ. Yeah. So it wasn't so much, and this is this is important. It wasn't so much about who they wanted released; it was who they wanted bound. Oof. Yeah, and that's really where we should talk about, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. If you were to ask, what is the what is the strongest thing? I was thinking of this a few moments ago in preparation for the, what, what is the greatest strength? You would think the greatest strength was the man who could capture someone, who could arrest something, yep. could hold something captive, automatically denotes strength. Mm-hmm. But the reality is that, that the ability to, to hold something captive is only trumped by the strength of being able mm-hmm. to release something, mm-hmm. to let it go. So Barabbas got out not because they wanted him released, but because they wanted Jesus bound. Mm-hmm. And so you can't allow that to get into the decision-making processes in your own life of navigating that tightrope of what is bound and what is released. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I, I would like for you to read um, Luke's mm-hmm. record of in Acts, the third chapter, when he is referring back to this account of Pilate um, standing before the people. 
And when Peter saw it, we're in Acts 3.12. And when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why look ye so earnestly on us as though by our own power or holiness we had made this man to walk? The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, hath glorified his son Jesus, whom ye delivered up and denied him in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. But ye denied the Holy One and the just. Okay, get that. You denied Mm -hmm. the Holy One and the just. So you denied him. And desired. And desired. A murderer to be granted unto you. Yeah. So in this whole approach to this custom of release that we are supposed to have, Mm -hmm. that they had, they denied the wrong thing and desired the wrong thing. They denied Jesus and desired Barabbas. Hmm. They denied a Savior and desired a murderer. And based on what you do in those moments Hmm. determines on whether you let a Redeemer loose in your life or you let a beast loose in your life. Oh, wow. That's a bomb right there. Wow. You're going to let one of them loose. Right. And whatever you let loose... Mm-hmm. determines how uh, so many other aspects, uh, the, the fallout of that goes generationally in your life, mm-hmm. right? So, so caught up in the rage and the heat of the moment to settle a score mm-hmm. that they release a beast, they release a murderer, they release a tyrant, and they hold the Redeemer captive. Mm-hmm. What you let go in your life determines whether or not there's going to be beast roaming through your through your life, through your home, through your family, or whether the blood of Jesus Christ, Oof. the Redeemer. Wow. Okay? Yes, sir. So the custom is, is that every once in a while you got to let something go. Well, and you should make it a custom. Right. Right? Right. It shouldn't be a once-in-a-lifetime. you got to make life. sure it's the right thing. <laughs> yeah. It shouldn't be a once-in-a-lifetime thing that you say, oh... I remember back when I was 47, I let a man go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I do it frequently. I let some. Exactly. Go. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I want us to go back and, and pick up on a few highlights throughout Scripture okay. where this custom can be found. And let's go back to the Old Testament where in Exodus, the 21st chapter, yep. we read about the first example. So... 21 verse 1 says, Now these are the judgments which thou shalt set before them. If thou buy an Hebrew servant, six years he shall serve, and in the seventh he shall go out free for nothing. And if he came in by himself, he shall go out by himself. If he were married, then his wife shall go out with him. If his master have given him a wife, mm-hmm. and she have borne him sons or daughters, the wife and her children shall be her masters, and he shall go out by himself. And if the servant shall plainly say, I love my master, my wife, and my children, I will not go out free, then his master shall bring him unto the judges. He shall also bring him to the door or unto the doorpost, and his master shall bore his ear through with an awl, and he shall serve him forever. He shall serve him forever. So here you have the example of a Hebrew slave that is being or servant slave. And, and we've, we've got to get out of the whole slave mentality of modern history because we have clearly here yeah. that the relationship between the master 
and his servant was such that a servant would love his master enough that he wanted to stay. Okay? Mm-hmm. So this clearly was not some browbeating, mm-hmm. whip-cracking relationship. Sure. Or it shouldn't have been. Sure. Okay? So six years was the limit on the seventh year. Mm-hmm. He had the option to be released. If the relationship was not one that he wanted to continue, mm-hmm. he didn't have to try to hitch a ride on the Underground Railroad to get out. Mm-hmm. Free. He was free to go. Mm-hmm. He was free to go. Now, everything that he gained while he was in that relationship, if he came with nothing, he left with nothing. If he came without a wife and came without children and came without possessions, then he left exactly how he came. Mm-hmm. But if he wanted to maintain what he had gained Mm -hmm. from that relationship, then he could look at the master and say, I love you enough and I love this stuff enough and I love what you've done for me enough that I don't want to go anywhere. Yeah, I kind of like it here. So at at the seventh year, when the custom was to let him go, he could say, not going to take you up on that offer. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. The master had to release him But at that point, he could choose to stay. And there was no definition or timeline or or bookmarks to that arrangement. This wasn't a decision that had to be revisited in six more years and revisited in six more years. Once you were marked as a love slave, you were that until the end. Just forever. Forever. So how you handle that custom of release says a lot about what you love. Mm, totally. Mm. Okay. Are, are you getting? Yep. He, he loved his master. He loved his wife. He loved his children so much that when he could have walked away, he said, no. Yes. I'm not letting mm-hmm. that go. In every one of our walks with God, those of you that have served God longer than any season, anybody can handle it for a season. But if you're still here after a few seasons, undoubtedly it is because you have cast away at the time of release. Now, I still have seen it happen as a pastor where every new convert that comes has an opportunity to walk away. Mm -hmm. God will not hold a gun to your head and make you serve him forever. You will have an opportunity to walk away or walk to the door and say, mark me, I'm here forever. I'm buying in. Mm -hmm. And so it's what you do at that moment um, of the, the custom of that release of letting something go or letting yourself go, letting the desires go. I just don't want to be a servant anymore. What you do at that moment really speaks a lot about what you love. Mm. Do you love your family enough to still serve him? Do you love your mm. kids enough to? I mean, you could walk away and just say, "I'm not coming back to church again. I'm not. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm through with it all." But if you stay, you're going to be marked. Well, we all know the guy who says, "I don't have to be here, but I'm here because I love being here." Right. Right. Those are the kind of guys that. You like to be around. Can you not tell when someone's yeah, made that decision? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. For sure. Exactly. Right? Yeah. The aura is different. So yeah, man. I'm not, nobody's holding a gun to my head. Right. I'm here because I want to be. You mean we're not having church tonight? 
Yeah. Instead of, yeah. I got to go to church tonight. Yeah. Right? So it goes on, and he says that there's also one in Deuteronomy for the land. Mm-hmm. So this was for servants. Now this is for the land. Deuteronomy 15.1, at the end of every seven years, thou shalt make a release. And this is the manner of the release. Every creditor that lendeth out, lendeth ought unto his neighbor shall release it. He shall not exact it of his neighbor or of his brother, because it is called the Lord's release. It is called the Lord's release. Mm-hmm. The Lord's release. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yep. Of, uh, a, of uh-huh. a foreigner, thou mayest exact it again. But that which is thine, with thy brother, thine hand shall release. So he goes on to identify that how you how you interact with a stranger is not the same way that you interact with a brother. Mm-hmm. Now remember, we're coming to forgiveness here in a moment. Sometimes it's easier to forgive someone you don't know. Ooh boy. Right? Truth. <laughs> than it is a brother. Yeah, yeah. That... But he said here, with with a foreigner, you may be able to revisit this loan agreement again. Mm-hmm. But with your brother, let it go. I gotta let it go. <laughs> Look at yourself in the mirror and say, "Let it go." I'm gonna let it go. Oh man, I'm gonna let it go. Mm-hmm. Every seven years, you gotta let it go. Mm-hmm. They would they would take the land and they would say, "And you're not gonna plant in it on the seventh year." It's going to rest. You give back. The land has been giving to you mm-hmm. on the seventh year. Mm-hmm. You release it back. You just let it. The land had a Sabbath. So so the, the slaves have it. Mm-hmm. The land has it. Mm-hmm. And then if you really break it down, even every seven days, you were supposed to let something go. I've given you seven days, and I want you to give one back to me. Yep, yep. They all belong to me, but give one back. Right. Yeah. Right. Release Mm -hmm. the hold that you have on that one day Mm -hmm. and give it back to me. Mm -hmm. I know this is old school, Mm -hmm. and and this might might fly a little sideways, but we weren't allowed growing up to play games on Sunday. (laughs) We didn't go sliding, if if you even know what that means. (laughs) I guess not. On Sunday... That was the Lord's day. Yeah, All of you in Texas, no, no riding your snowmobiles on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, huge sacrifice. Yes. Yeah, yeah, huge sacrifice. I, you know what? I won't surf this Sunday. I won't. You won't. It. You no. won't do it. Or no. golf this Sunday. No, I won't be golfing this Sunday. Yeah. Mm. Almost seems like foreign concepts now, doesn't it? Sure. Yeah. But he still said, "You give me one of those days." Mm-hmm. The the uh, work schedules have made things change. Two on, two off, four on, three off. It's all to the point that we've really lost hmm. the significance of letting it go. I was going to say, just when you look at all the different parts of what we just highlighted, it was like a culture thing. It was just part of... A custom yeah, of it, release. It was just everywhere, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. Right. That's what you do when you pay your tithes. Yeah. Of the 100%, you release 10% yep. back to him. Again, it's all his. Yeah. But he gives it to us to steward and really the proper management of finances and time and weeks, months, years, the the agricultural components 
of your life mm-hmm. is you need to have it as a part of your custom to let it go. Hmm. Let it go. Now, Israel Israel dropped the ball on this. Mm-hmm. And for, 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 for a number of years, a number of years, 490 to be exact, hmm. they thought they could get away without letting anything go. And every seven years, they wouldn't let it go. And nothing seemed to happen. And so they went another seven years and never let it go. And nothing seemed to happen. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is that when it comes to letting stuff go, listen, God forgave Israel of egregious, idolatrous relationships. They were an immoral bunch. They were as unfaithful, Mm -hmm. okay, it, they were a pretty a pretty ragtag group of folk, even though they were his and he loved them. Yes. but when, and, and he would just let it go. But when it comes to this concept, he said, you're going to pay for it. Hmm. And you're going to be held captive because you wouldn't let it go. Wow. Yeah. Are you, are you, are you tracking with me? Yep. You are going to be... You're going to be taken into captivity because you won't release every seven years. Then you are going into captivity for 70 years. That was not some arbitrary abstract number that he just grabbed out of thin air, but that was the culmination of every seven years. You missed it for 490 years, and so you are going to give it back to me. 70 cycles of it. 70 cycles of it. So... Every time you don't let it go, you're held captive to match whenever you don't let it go. He keeps track. He keeps track of it. Mm -hmm. That is why when you pray, oh, man, (laughs) when you pray, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread. Mm -hmm. And forgive us our trespasses as Mm -hmm. we forgive Mm -hmm. those that trespass against us. Mm -hmm. You're held in bondage in direct correlation with how you release things. And if you don't make it a part of your life to let things go, then you do experience ongoing captivity in direct correlation with your lack of a willingness to just release it. It takes a bigger man to let something go than it does to keep something captive. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and maybe to get a leg up, you don't need to get something. Maybe you need to let something go. Right? Absolutely. Oh, this is tough stuff, Pastor McKillop. But it's a key, right? It is a key. And and listen, I, I know that there's people that will be hearing this, mm-hmm. or the likelihood is, that have been through atrocious things. Mm-hmm. Letting something go is not putting your approval on it. Yeah, that's very important to say. You're right. Letting something go is not giving them a pass. That's right. Letting something go is releasing yourself. Mm -hmm. It's releasing yourself. You can't go forward Mm -hmm. without making the custom of release a part of your day-to-day life. Mm Mm-hmm. You have to let it, you've got to let it go. Hmm. I think this might be where, where 
where Peter unearths it in his conversation with Jesus in the New Testament. Mm -hmm. In Matthew chapter 18, we see this custom again. Moreover, 18 verse 15, If thy brother shall trespass against thee, go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. If he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. But if he will not hear thee, then take with thee one or two more, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. And if he shall neglect to hear them, tell it unto the church. But if he neglect to hear the church, let him be unto thee as an heathen man and a publican. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in mm, heaven. Yeah. I feel like this is a bit misquoted in context. Yeah, you think so? And whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. That also is out of context at it, times, isn't it? It is, drastically. Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me, <laughs> and I forgive him. Yes. Till seven times? Can we skip this part? Jesus saith unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until seventy times seven. Oh. Oh. Boom. Musicians come. Oh. We're going to have an altar call. <laughs> Just let that sink in for a minute. Mm. So you're right. This thing is so often, this passage is so often misquoted. It, you, you can hear it, man. I, I tie and bind every spirit in this place. My God, I... Yeah. Maybe we get some organ music. Yeah, I was just going to say, let's let's get the organ fired up. You can do some tying and bind and kicking. Turn it up. I can't hear it, man. There we go. I bind every devil in this house. My God, in the name of Jesus, I loose every every spirit from heaven to come into this place. Peace peace come in here. Miracles. I got one. Put put your hands on your head. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're sacrilegious now. Really? This is more about controlling your own spirit than binding someone else's. <laughs> yeah. If there's a problem between you and your brother, bind it on earth. If you guys will get together, mm-hmm. talk about it. Mm-hmm. Express your opinions. But when you're done, mm-hmm. loose what needs to be loose, bind what needs to be bound, release. Mm-hmm release what needs to be released. Yeah. And guess where I'm going to be? I'm right up in the middle of that. Okay. What a powerful concept. Yes. You can do something between you and a brother or you and a sister. And in heaven, it's honored. Yes. And it's done. Yes. Absolutely. Settling an issue. And, and, and so instead of Jesus being our little Santa Claus that, that has to keep track of every little thing we're doing down here because we're directing the traffic from here and he's just, he's just you know, given us the, mm-hmm. the golden pass, 
This is conflict resolution 101. Mm-hmm. If you touch and agree, mm-hmm. if two of you or three are gathered together in my name, and Peter, it, you would think that Peter might be might be um, going, boys, um, um, I, I've, I've offended a few people in my life. <laughs> Right? He's counting. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a few people that have offended me. So let me go get a number. The custom mm-hmm. that I go back to is every seven years you let a slave go. Of course. Every seven years you give the land a break. So let's grab that number. Yeah. Where do you think Peter came up with that number? It was mm-hmm. a custom. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. He said... I, I think I'm doing pretty good. I really think that Peter thought that his number was a good number. It was one of the things where he was being the big guy in the room. and Yeah. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. I mean, I forgave the guy seven times. Yeah, look at me. <laughs> Jesus said, 70 times seven. Mm-hmm. This is not just about doing it 490 times. I believe this is linking back to the concept in the Old Testament Hmm. that if you live a lifestyle of not letting things go, you live in bondage for 70 years in proportion to the lack of release. That's right. right. So Peter, you got to release as much as you need to be released. Instead of just running around, you ever, you ever been through an event and see them at the door with the little clickers yep. counting off how many people are there? This is not the type of thing that you carry in your pocket, Peter, where you go, all right, I've done it 319 times, buddy, you're running out of stuff. You're running out of, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I'm talking to you, and what's that clicking I'm hearing? Right, <laughs> right. I've, I've heard it, and I don't disagree with this. My dad has, has, has said this. You know, it's really more about not someone offending you 70 times 7 in one day. Mm -hmm. I doubt there's anybody that's really experienced that. Well, Randy might have a few people in his life, maybe. I don't know. You want to talk for a minute? or (laughs) Sisson Ridge feuds. (laughs) But the reality is, is it is possible Mm -hmm. to remember that someone offended you. Oh, true. Well, there. 70 times 7 in one day. That's truth. And so every time, because that's really where the battle is. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Right? You can separate yourself from the offender, but can you separate yourself from the offense? Oof. 70 times 7 in one day. Can you do that? Can you can you go, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to let it go. I'm going to forgive them. I know I've already forgiven them about it once, but I'm going to let it go again. And every time it comes up. Not to hit the magic number of 490, that is a carnal approach to a spiritual principle. Mm-hmm. The, the principle is this, I'm going to let it go until I'm no longer held captive by it. Because the custom of release is tied to the custom of bondage. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let it go. Yeah, because I don't want to live there. Because I don't want to be imprisoned. Man, what a concept. By this. Hmm. Hey, before we go any further, it's that time of the episode. We're looking for subscribers. We're scrounging the internet and 
just so happens today you're listening, so you are the victim of another plea. Please subscribe. Look us up on Apple Podcasts, subscribe, uh, YouTube, Spotify, wherever you're grabbing the podcast or video. We want you to subscribe. We want you to go to kingdomspeak.ca, become a kingdom speaker, and we want you to leave us a review. If you haven't left us a review on Apple Podcasts, uh, you can also rate us on Facebook. It's another great way for us to get um, yes. algorithm beating numbers. Traction. Yes. And also jump on our YouTube channel and uh, leave us a comment. Say something nice, say something nasty, whatever you want. But release those comments. Release the hounds. 70 yes. times 7. I release those reviewers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I release it. I release those reviewers release in Jesus' right name. Now. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I just quickly punched in here, so it was not mm-hmm. necessarily accurate, but there's places where you have around 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts per day, and hmm. over 80% of them are negative. <laughs> wow. So whether that's true or not, let us know, but that's a lot. According to Google, that's what it is? It's a few different sites. Yep. Wow. The consensus is on, is on 80%. Roughly 80% negative. are negative. Yeah. So yeah. I know a few people that probably set records, but yeah, I would say the, the standard would probably be 80. So 70. There's 000. a few days I've set records. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The clicker blew up. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. So 490 may not be Fits enough. It's in there. Yeah. <laughs> I think the uh, that that's why I don't think it's a magic number. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Jesus was punching at something a lot bigger than 490 times. And I'm sure if you've been offended, something major in your life, not a, not necessarily offended, but went through something offensive. Because um, sometimes if you say you've been offended, it almost seems like it's nothing, right? Right. And you're making it something. Yep. Well, there's real stuff that people go through. That is offensive. And if you're going to live with that your whole life and not be in bondage, you will probably deal with that more than 70 times 7. Right? I think that's what you're trying to get at. Right. You need to release it one more time than it holds you captive. Ah, yeah. There yeah. you go. Right. Just keep custom. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like a just man falls seven times but gets back up again. It's, it's not about the magic number being seven. Mm-hmm. The principle is the getting up mm-hmm. more than you fall. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's releasing. And boy, Peter, Peter said, you got to help me with my faith on that one. That's just tough. Notice what happens when you drop to verse 23 of the same chapter in Matthew. Mm -hmm. Uh, Where is it? Here it is. Therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king, which would take account of his servants. And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him which owed him 10,000 talents. But for as much as he had not to pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold and his wife and children and all that he had and payment to be made. The servant therefore fell down and worshiped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me, and I'll pay thee all. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion and loosed him and forgave him the debt. There it is. He released him of his debt. Mm -hmm. Okay? Then the same servant goes out. We know yeah. the story. And for, for because he did not, uh, okay, you, you, 
let, let me just say it. He was more addicted to being released than he was to releasing. <laughs> oh, man. Everybody wants to be forgiven. Mm. Boy, it comes to forgiving. But are you willing to be forgiving? And they're tied. Selah. They're tied. Mm. If you forgive, you shall be forgiven. But if not, okay. And, and Luke, he said, for the same measure that you meet out, it yep. shall be meted out unto you. Yeah. So it's open-ended. It is. Yeah. It's if you miss it every seventh year, you're going to be in bondage for 70 years. It's, it's the measuring stick is there. Hmm. And listen, Calvary didn't change that. Hmm. That exists on both sides, old and new covenant. We have got to adopt a custom of just letting stuff go. Hmm. Letting it go. What happened with Lazarus, I think, ties this all up. Mm -hmm. Jesus stands outside the tomb of Lazarus, weeping, and he says... Roll away the stone. Mm -hmm. And so they they roll away the stone. Yes. And he comes out. Mm -hmm. Now you would think that if Jesus is going to raise him from the dead, mm -hmm. if he's going to raise him from the dead, you don't think he can move a stone? <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a weird part of the story. You, you don't you don't think? That he could just supernaturally incinerate every one of the mm. of the uh, rags that have have him yeah. wrapped up. You don't you don't think he can do that? Yeah, like you just brought him back to life, right? Right. Yeah, <laughs> but he didn't. Mm. He said, "Now that I've raised him, mm. you loose him and let." Him oh, go. This is on you guys. I'm doing my part. Oh, man. But you've got to do your part. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'll forgive him, but you've got to, too. Mm -hmm. You see that? I, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to let it go, but you still have got to let it go. So we don't just sit back and let God do everything. He won't do everything. He won't. He wants to collaborate with mankind. Yeah. So I, I don't care if it's a prodigal that's wandered away from God that's come back. The question is never whether God can breathe into their soul and then once again yeah, become right. a that's resurrected right. individual. That's right. God will wake them up. Yes. Yeah. It is our responsibility to loose them. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Let them go. So good. Let them go. The brother that offended you, the egregious offense that, that came your way? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. God will forgive that person, but you have to, too. And that's all a part of the custom of release. So really, it doesn't need to be something that's done every seven years or even every seven days, but it really has to be done daily. It needs to become a part of our custom. 
day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. Say it with me. Let's just let, let it, it go. go.